0: This episode is available to watch as a video podcast exclusively on the Talking Backwards Patreon page. Sign up today over at talking talkingbackwards. Hey, Tyler Mullins, I'm back online. He's back hey, online. I'm back online. I'm Little Denny Craig. I'm
1: back online. I'm back, on line.
2: I'm back online. I'm
0: back, I'm back online.
2: online.
0: I'm back I'm online. online. <laughs> Every
3: time I start the beat, <laughs>
0: we don't like the beat.
2: Welcome back to Talking Backwards, a Twin Peaks podcast. I am Tyler Mullins, here with Dave Jackson. Hey, everybody. And Patrick Mahan. I am here. Oh,
1: oh. <laughs>
2: yes, he is. Yes, he is. We are discussing part 12 of The Return Today, which is titled, Insert Name. What is it? Let's rock. Let's rock. Dave? We're going to kick it over to Pat with the Pat Stats. <laughs> I don't remember the flow. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure.
3: Holla out your boy for some Pat Stats.
2: Stats.
0: This is part 12 of Twin Peaks The Return, a.k.a. Let's Rock, from Twin Peaks The Limited Event Series, a.k.a. Season 3, Episode 12.
3: You know, I was going to say on last record that I always start the show off, but I feel like I I shouldn't be first on the call sheet. We should... Spread it around. Give everybody a try. Yeah, like and an STD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in in practice, yes. <laughs> but that, but how did that feel? How did it feel in the in the hot seat? Oh, I hated it. Taking the helm, it's terrible, right? It was
0: the worst thing. It's, it's,
3: it made me say my pat stats out of order. And I have a hard time. <laughs> I have a hard time talking anyway. Yeah. So the added pressure of you have to talk, and they, it you have to start it with it. It's true. It's a nightmare. Yeah. But what's not a nightmare is today's episode. Like we said, talking about part 12, let's rock.
2: Yeah. I think there's some nightmares.
3: (laughs) Might be a few. nightmare or two. Perhaps. I don't think it's too terrible unless I am forgetting what's in this episode, which is possible. It is possible, but maybe not. Where do we begin, Dave? Well, we begin in the sort of makeshift FBI headquarters that they've put together in this (laughs) hotel room. Why do they need all
2: of this equipment?
3: Yeah, they've got road cases stacked on road cases of just screens with, I guess, data? (laughs) Well, this is actually in like,
0: I don't know, it seems like some sort of side room of some lobby because there's like books, I think, on like some shelves. There's red drapes around because that's where Diane comes through. And this is like, I don't even know what you'd. I don't know if there's like a side room to that bar, like in the hotel. Like, I don't know what this is.
3: It. They're not hiding. No, they, this is just where they've posted up. And- but
0: I like that this room that they're hanging out in. You apparently can only enter through the drapes, <laughs> <laughs> just like the red room. Yeah. It's
2: crazy. Right. Yeah.
0: Maybe that's why they picked it. It could be.
3: I have a feeling about these drapes. We should yeah. set up here. Yeah. Has he been in the red room?
0: We, not that uh, we've seen, a, but I mean, okay.
3: <laughs> I had to think really hard if we've ever seen I couldn't it. Remember. Or, or no.
2: It sounded like we would have maybe seen it at some point, but
3: no, I think the closest we got was that in vacant part, lot where you in last episode right. was reaching up. Yeah.
2: Where Shaggy done. <laughs> <All right>, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. This is a cool scene though. This is another, just like all of a sudden we're getting another info dump from, yeah. <laughs> from Albert to, to Tammy. It's just like, oh, okay,
3: here's. Here's some very good information, <laughs> and this seems to be the the trend now. Is Albert talking to Tammy, and just telling her <laughs> all this new stuff? I guess because, as we find out in this scene, she's going to be officially initiated into the Blue Rose
0: Task, Task Force. Force.
3: Yeah, what a badass name yeah. of a
0: group! <laughs>
2: They've been following her <laughs> since high school. Yeah. Is that? Did I hear that right? I believe. George Washington High. I I Is that what he right.
0: said? I mean, he definitely went over all of her credentials. Yeah. <laughs> well, Top of her class Quantico. I love it because we get um, a couple of name drops here. Some we haven't heard in a while. Because Howard talks about uh, Cooper and Philip Jeffries and Chet Desmond. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, yeah. My ears perked up hearing Chet Desmond, Philip Jeffries. We've heard a time or two in this in this series so far, so that's not you know unusual. But Chet Desmond, I was mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm like yeah, give me that. <laughs> like, I want to <laughs> hear more about Chet. Um, of course, no new info other than that he's still dis- he's I was gonna say he's disappeared. He's yeah, he's gone. He has he's, he's gone. Has, he has been disappeared. Yeah, he's yes. been disappeared. He's gone away. Um, and Albert is the only one who hasn't. He's. Yeah, he's like you, he's like if you notice anything about all these names, I'm the only one that hasn't. I think <laughs> completely. Is, I think yeah. something's yeah. afoot. <laughs> yeah,
2: Albert's up to something. Maybe he's Even,
0: disappearing people. Are you suggesting there's two Alberts?
2: Probably. <laughs> That's a bold prediction.
0: <laughs> but they have a toast. Oh, and the music, yes. by the way, that just plays during this toast, like it kicks in when she accepts, is awesome, and it's not on the soundtrack, and it pisses me off, because I love it. It's just like synths, epic, like just, yeah, what a great moment. Like, of course, this is the music that plays when you're initiated in the Blue Rose Task Force. Yeah, every I mean, time. Like, but Cole's it. just sitting there. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> like, yeah, I love that he lets Albert do all the
3: initiating or whatever, mm-hmm. Yeah, but then, yeah, he turns he's the a, knob, and he's just like.
2: He's a natural leader.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that little uh, detail of him turning down before they clink the glasses.
0: Also, yeah. detail: the first thing we see in the scene is him, like he's got this device, diverse in his <laughs> hand, and he's like scanning the room. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, "You looking for like
3: wire? Like, is it tapped?" Or I, I figured he was looking for bugs, like yeah. anybody that might be listening on, yeah. on this bed bugs, particularly sensitive conversation. Frog moths. <laughs> <laughs> it it might be a frog moth detector. Yeah, because just going through the and just like he's
0: just like, is this room like? Goes, Boop, yeah. Boop, is there a, uh, is there a portal?
3: <laughs> it was an interesting detail, just yeah, bizarre. You know, I think it just it, I this scene is very detail heavy. Yeah. And I, I think that's just one of those little like this would be happening. Right. Like yeah. if you're having a secret discussion within the FBI, within a secret organization in the FBI, you yeah, just you want to check everything. Yes, Absolutely. SOP is yeah. scan the room for bugs. Yeah. All yeah. right.
0: Now I know. Great. So then we get the entrance of uh, the magnificent Diane. Mm, mm-hmm. And again, interesting <laughs> choice of her walking through the red drapes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've already been questioning Diane's motives a tad. Yes. Um, this, for me, furthers that. Just Oh, this episode doesn't help her case at all. No, this does <laughs> not help at all. Um, so they, they deputize her.
3: Deputy Diane. Which mm-hmm. I just that's Great. Just grinning. Deputy
2: Deputy Diane. Deputy
3: Diane. Well, I think she doesn't really want to be involved any further. Right. So they they offer her a drink and get her to sit down and hear what they have to say. Uh, Pretty much lay out similar to what they asked of Tammy. It's like, do you want to be a part of this? Yeah. And her response is kind of, what's in it for me? Yeah. It's your face. And so Gordon's lure is to say, like, this involves... An old friend of yours this could be life-changing information like you're gonna want to know right yeah and her response is on point
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) a nice tense build-up too and Mm. and let's rock because this response could go two ways (laughs) yeah it's just the two fingers doing a little chop so interesting thing here uh we already got the mention of chet desmond Mm -hmm. which i've already pointed out that i love the the music cue that plays as right before, as she as it builds up to her saying Let's Rock is the same one that plays um when Chet disappears in Firewalk With Me. Mm. It's the same music cue. Which I think is awesome. That is cool. Um and Let's Rock's not the only Chet Desmond connection. Let's Rock was written on his car in yes. Firewalk With Me. Like on the windshield. Who wrote? That's a great question. <laughs> the arm we've heard the arm say Let's Rock way mm-hmm. back in Cooper's dream. It's the first thing he says. He turns around. Let's rock. <laughs> yep. Um did he come out and just <laughs> scribble
3: on it? Probably. Spot? I, I <laughs>
0: do love that visual. It's an <laughs> awesome visual cuz it's like it's like a lipstick. Yeah. You know, the way it's written, it's it's
3: very cool. Um giving somebody directions like if you see it then let's rock, you've gone too far.
0: So, yeah, it just makes me think of a lot of things. And, but I think
2: it's When you hear the beehive. <laughs> yeah.
0: But it definitely starts making you think of Firewalk with Me. Uh, mm-hmm. And there's other things in this episode later we'll get to that makes me think of that movie as well. But this is a very. It, it just puts it in your brain like, hey, think back, Firewalk with Me. Yeah. And that,
3: the movie is crucial. So crucial. If, if you hadn't seen it, well, and let me you, ask you, you just that, went from season two to season three yeah completely lost i
0: know you guys probably haven't rewatched it but i mean now that you've seen like stuff in the return has it made you think a little differently on what you were seeing in firewalk with me like just with how they've built on that movie a little bit
3: i don't think i see the movie any differently but i i do realize how i I should go back to a state to the statement i just made where it said (laughs) if you have not seen firewalk with me and then you watch (laughs) season three you're completely lost
0: Which a lot of people have done. I see that come up all the time on Reddit, and people are just like, "Should I have watched Firewalk with me?" It's like,
3: yes, but <laughs> but quick addendum, I have seen Firewalk with me, still completely lost, so <laughs> I can make the connections that they're making yeah. to the film, right, but it's not i haven't I haven't really changed my thinking on that movie, having seen season three, yeah, but I do think it's very cool the way that they used it so foundationally yeah. to build season three. yeah, I think that's cool. I, I don't feel any differently about the movie. Gotcha. Okay. I
0: feel like after seeing, because I, I, I certainly had, had mixed feelings on Firewalk with me when I first saw it, but after I saw The Return, I, I looked at Firewalk with me like totally different. I was just like, oh, this is wonderful. <laughs> like all these little pieces. Because when I've gone back and rewatched it, I think of all of this stuff. Stuff like this in The Return. It just makes me think about those scenes. Totally different. So, yeah, so she says, let's rock, and then um, Gordon Cole proceeds to knock on wood. Yep. And then we. Let's rock. And then we go to the woods.
3: How's that transition? <laughs> That's a perfect transition. Perfect Trans- transition. What? <laughs> Trans- I mean, you know, <laughs> it's a perfect transition. I, know, I,
2: and have, I, I have a new respect I didn't for know, your role. <laughs> well, I
3: didn't know if I should even look into anything with him
0: knocking on wood because that's just such an interesting thing to do. Real quick before the transition, you know.
3: I mean, it's, as far as folklore goes, Let's rock like wood. Knocking stone. on wood comes from the idea of driving off spirits. That's a big player here. I They're, did not know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when you say like, well, I hope nobody puts a spike through my chest today. Yeah. Knock on wood. Yeah, like that's because they're already questioning Diane at this point, right? So folklore-wise, when you say something out loud that you don't want to happen, and then knock on wood, it's because they're, uh, well, it's not real, but the the you story. Don't know. Well, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the story is that there are these like mischievous demons or fairies that are always listening to people who kind of curse themselves like that, and. The like resonance of knocking on wood drives them away, so they don't do that thing. Yeah. Okay. That, that that's just what knock on wood is. Wow. I know some trivia. You sure do. And I may have gotten that completely wrong, but <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that's the the folklore of it. To the woods. Not a lot here. <laughs> is he out of hardly, the woods? Hardly he, anything. But he seems to be out of the woods. <laughs> I don't think figuratively or literally okay. is Jerry out of the woods yet. At least he's, he's running just in a clearing. At mm-hmm. least he's running. Yeah. I, I mean, yes. Yeah, running from, he's
0: Pick. running from his foot. <laughs> maybe this is, maybe this means we're picking up the pace. Yeah. <laughs> we got, we got to
3: get somewhere now. <laughs> Run out of time. There's only a few episodes left. Yeah. <laughs> we need to get moving. It, it could be a little symbolic of him, like him running out of the woods into a, a clearing, like there's yeah. less, less obstruction. Right. But you're still lost. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely it. Interesting. I'm real smart. Yeah.
0: All right, to the grocery store.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Is it a grocery store? You have children working here, so I assume it's just a local grocer. Yeah. But they are well stocked on vodka. Yeah. Plenty of it. For sure. Uh, This is Sarah Palmer.
2: Well, not too well stocked. Right. (laughs) There's not nearly enough. For her, I believe wants. this is the
0: first time we've seen her as well since part two when she was watching TV in her um living room, mm-hmm. seeing
3: the animals, yeah, just watching an animal attack, attack. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's got a just a shopping cart full of vodka, yeah. just, just like that scene in Hot Rod when when he decides <laughs> so it is full. Yeah.
2: so <laughs> full, <laughs> full of liquor, full to
3: bursting, <laughs> which gets run over, <laughs> yep, by Rico. She goes to check out, but there's a little bit of a hang up. So there's this poor girl working the counter. <laughs> has to deal with Sarah trying to check out, but she gets distracted by some new turkey jerky mm-hmm. hanging behind the counter. And this just derails yeah. Sarah's life. I think what maybe derails
0: her, she, sa- she asks if it's smoked. And then... Is it smoked? But then it gets that immediately... Her next thing I think she says is like, there's, uh, were you here when they first came? Mm-hmm. And it made me wonder if that triggered, like, what does she know about maybe the woodsman? Smoked, charred, like, because, mm-hmm. you know, were you here when they first came? For some reason, my mind just went to a woodsman. I just thought them running around. Uh, men are coming. Is what she, Yeah, There are men mm-hmm. coming. That's what she Were you here when they first came? Men are coming. Mm-hmm. So I wondered if just her asking if it was smoked triggered, like,
3: that. I, I don't know what happened (laughs) but she goes from like trying to check out to not talking about anything Anything. around her yeah
0: it's like it's like a switch just like went off yeah Yeah.
3: and maybe this is just something that happens maybe it had nothing to do with the jerky yeah but she just maybe she genuinely was like oh i haven't seen that before right but just in that moment happened to get her switch flipped yeah and then just started recalling these things that she's seen maybe she's long gone like a turkey in the corn. I, I actually made that connection when she pointed out, is that like it's turkey jerky? Yeah. Like, well, the only other reference to turkey that I know is <laughs> from, gobble gobble by, gobble. Is from Fire Walk with Me. Yeah, another Fire Walk with Me. Like, like, I'm gone like a turkey in the corn. Yeah. Couple, couple. Couple, couple.
0: Tyler, what do you think? I Don't. What do you think about Sarah?
2: <laughs> so I guess she is, I mean, she's Frogmouth Girl.
0: If that's what you want to believe, sure. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It, it adds up. I mean, she, she
2: knows some weird shit. <laughs> yeah. Or something. Or she's totally, I don't know, gold-blooming. It,
3: it does make me wonder. So she, she has this kind of episode where she says, men are coming, something happened to me.
0: Yeah, that's important. It's like, what,
3: what happened between season two and now that we didn't see? Probably or close to
2: 25 years worth of stuff.
3: Well, I mean, she still had, she was
0: even having visions. Not that it's like this, but I mean, she was having visions of Bob and, mm-hmm. and things. She's had two visions.
3: That's right. She did. <laughs> she had two, right? Like what's, what makes me say, yeah, probably Frogmoth girl is like, I can't think of another reason for her to be afflicted or be a target for anything of the spookies going around. And the, I mean,
0: she's the one that sees the white horse. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. But that, that was in the time that she had both Lara and Leland in her home. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess when we see her see the horse, yeah. Lara's not around. But
0: so that's again just thinking of woodsman and thinking we hear the horse at the end of part eight. I just I get those immediate connections to part eight in my head that this is somehow connected to Sarah. I think
2: in my head, but would she not be in cahoots with? In kibbutz with the woodsman, maybe,
3: maybe that. I mean, that's that, that's what I'm asking. Like, that's what we haven't seen. Yeah. her freaking out was Sarah, not Frogmoth. I mean, I, I, well, she starts talking to herself. She kind of talks herself down. That's like, stop it, stop it, Sarah, leave, just yeah, leave.
0: leave. Afterwards, yeah, yeah. after she kind of yeah. starts saying those things, yeah, she talks herself down and just leaves immediately. Gotcha. It sounds like, like
3: what? Yeah, it's like she's resisting something else. To just talk herself down and convince herself that she needs to leave. Yeah, yeah. It's like it,
0: something else is trying to like take over in the moment.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the
0: cashier girl is great though. Yeah, what? <laughs> it's, it's amazing. <laughs> the kid's like, I can, I can deliver this. I know where she lives.
3: Did she pay? Here is the thing. I've got beef. <laughs> oh yeah, or beef jerky. <laughs> I got beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yeah, Sarah just walks out and doesn't pay leaves the groceries and any other place what is it okay I guess we restock these mm-hmm. <laughs> but no the visibly under 21 child next to the cashier is like I know where she lives. I can deliver these. That kid's about to go get tanked
2: behind the grocery You're store. You're going to let this kid
3: <laughs> take a shopping cart full of vodka out of the store. Hey, man, it's Twin Peaks. We see what that hasn't it. been paid for. We see what yeah. goes on in this town. <laughs>
0: People are going to take any opportunity they can.
3: Hey, Susan, any idea why we're missing 12 yeah. bottles of vodka? What would, what would you do if you were him in that age? That sounds like a lot of work. I would, yeah, that sounds like more effort than just restocking that throughout the day. I would have well, been also, like, no, I would just take, no, weird. I would deliver
0: 11 of the bottles and keep one for myself. <laughs> Make it less obvious. <laughs> yes, less obvious.
3: Well, once you got there, Sarah would be like, I had 12 in my cart. <laughs> 12! And just yeah. lose her mind. Maybe. And this is part 12. So
2: he delivered those, and that kid's rustling around in the kitchen. Knocking <laughs> shit over, trying to escape. Yeah, you know what? She's trapped him. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You still? Oh, She's trapped him. Yeah. Maybe he's just stocking those <laughs> vodka bottles. Yeah. in her
3: cabinets. Yeah. Yep. Let's unpack that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> we will. We'll get to it. I do love that. Yep, I do too. But uh, yeah. Immediately after that, uh, we go to the Fat Trout Trailer Park, New Fat Trout Trailer Park. And, or, uh,
2: where we get introduced to Criskel? Criskel. Criskel. Yep. Selling
3: blood. I am old i <laughs> And the name of Jingling. <laughs> what? It's yes, uh, Carl Rod and Criskel. Yep. Uh, <laughs> he stops him because he's concerned that he's been going to sell blood to pay for things. Yeah. He's also been doing odd jobs for people around the trailer park. Foe. Free. And not getting paid. Yeah. Carl Rod's not having it because he's an angel. He doesn't like people selling their blood. Keep your blood. Keep it. Is that your, your line? I
2: think, I think it is my damn line. <laughs> damn line. Damn fine line. Next time you're thinking about selling your blood, come talk to me about it. I don't like it. Damn fine.
3: It's very, very good.
2: I don't like uh, people selling their blood <laughs> to pay for stuff.
3: <laughs> yeah, I I just really like... Carl Rod as a character here. Yeah, he's great coming up with genuine concern and genuine empathy. Yeah, he's like
0: again another fire walk with me character. <laughs> just I love I yeah. just
3: love that he's in this. Yeah, Was he given fifty dollars?
2: I don't know, but Chris Cole is obviously just going to pocket that
3: and go sell more blood. Kind of got that vibe. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, he he gives him some cash and says not to pay his rent that month and. Basically, if he ever has trouble or a need, to come see him first to keep his blood.
0: Carl Rod's a good
3: guy. Good guy. It's it's not really a scene that affects, and oh yeah, it says right here fifty dollars. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not really a scene that plays into anything else that we've seen so far, but right. it's it's just a really cool little character moment. Yep, and I like it a lot. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, so as, as far as like short. Unaffecting scenes go; the next one kind of plumps in one. too. Yeah. So, uh, father and son having a catch, got a <laughs> Cooper and Sunny Jim. Is
2: mm-hmm. this? E- does this even qualify as a
3: scene? I, is, I, yeah. I don't. I don't feel like that's <laughs> kind of an anecdote. Yeah.
0: But yeah. <laughs> a fun one. Yes, it is very movie. fun. And our only
3: Coma Glucklin scene this episode. Yeah. <laughs>
0: got to earn that top billing. <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah. He's putting in the work today. Yeah, uh, that's great though. <laughs> attempting to have a catch with Sonny Jim, but mostly just standing there and getting hit with baseballs. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And like the clavicle. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. Like that would hurt. (laughs) And he really hits him too.
2: Yeah. It's it's pretty hard. Zero reaction. Well done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well done, Kyle. And Sonny Jim's
3: just kind of like, well, yeah. (laughs) Like, did he play catch with the old Dougie? The OG Doug? (laughs) Just can't picture it. I feel like OG Dougie probably was like, hey, sport, you want to go have a catch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Please catch. <laughs> Just got back from hanging out with my realtor, wondering if you want to <laughs> not forget who your dad is. That's right. No, Sonny Jim seems to really, really like this new dad, though. Yeah. He does. I probably would, too. Tries to get me to eat chips in bed <laughs>
2: after I've already brushed my teeth.
3: Dad's a rebel now. Man. Dad, Dad is out of pocket. <sighs> yeah, let's talk more about this kid probably being in Zara's house. Yeah. Because Hawk goes over to check on her because everyone said like, yo, you should probably go check on her. Yeah. We yeah had she's a, crazy. We had an occurrence. I feel like this is not the first time. No. But Hawk goes over to check on her. She's very dismissive of him. Yeah. Hawk. Like pretty rude.
0: They're both incredible in this scene, though. Mm-hmm. Just I loved. I remember just rewatching this Hawk. earlier. Yeah. yeah, I just even though like it's it's I don't know. It's it's an interesting scene. There's there's some things to dissect, but seeing just seeing them two as well. It's our first interaction mm-hmm. between them two. I think it's it's very cool. It's
3: very cool. And Hawk's the kind of person too to go go check on yeah on someone. So it was it was. It's, I, it's I feel nice. like he probably slipped somebody the notice. Like if anything happens. Palmer-related. Yeah. Call Call, me first. I could totally see that. Yeah. Yeah, he goes over to check on her, uh, says that people are worried about her uh, because of the breakdown at the grocery store. And yeah, we hear some clanking around inside. Yeah. It never occurred to me (laughs) that maybe the kid actually brought the (laughs) bottles over and he's putting them in the kitchen. Well,
0: it sounds like clanking, but the one thing I noticed new on this rewatch is I heard it just... Under all of, like, you hear the clanking, there's the electrical tone of what you hear on God of Light, like, playing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's my impression of it. But Mm -hmm. you hear it. Like, I was like, Tyler, rewind that and turn it up. Mm -hmm. We did, and I was like, yep, that's it. So another... buzzing. Another electrical sound, a connection that I think goes to part eight, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. with her.
3: It's starting to add up up. to me (laughs) in this moment. Kid shows up with the bottles, gets his head crushed. (laughs) And got a lights in there stocking the bottles. Yeah. Yeah, there we um, go. Uh, a new vessel. Yep. Yep. But then he time travels.
0: The kid <laughs> goes back in time. Yep. He's got that Benjamin button. <laughs> he's got, got that disease. Benjamin button disease. He's, he's, yeah. got a light. Man has come back as this grocery store <laughs>
2: <laughs> Well, gee golly, I'll take these bottles over to Mrs.
0: Palmer's. Got a light. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He just is walking around with a candy cigarette.
0: Yep. <laughs> candy <laughs> cigarette. <laughs> yeah. But oh, love man. this the scene. Yeah. And then I mean, she he's just like anything you need, I'm here. You know. Mm-hmm. But but it is interesting. There's there's one thing she says. Um, it's a she says like a damn bad story, isn't it? Isn't it Hawk or something like that? Mm-hmm. Something about it being a bad story. Yeah. Which is just interesting because it's kind it's sort of uncharacteristic of the way the rest of the kind of conversation. She's just like yeah yeah whatever you know mm-hmm. yeah. And then she just kind of snaps back and she's like all right see ya slams the door in his face <laughs>
3: yeah all right see ya yeah this this doesn't feel like the character of sarah right. in the in the doorway here Right. The, the grocery store felt more like sarah than this does yeah
2: but have we ever seen sarah like
3: we've i think we've we spent enough time with sarah to to know when and when she isn't like when she present came. i feel like the like one time we've and, seen her
2: is in Firewalked me.
3: Yeah. Well,
0: because I mean, she was mostly grieving in, in season one, mm-hmm. too. Or drugged. Yeah. And then in the finale of season two, Jacoby brings her in and she freaking talks crazy. Uh, I'm in the Black Lodge with Cooper.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 and then yeah. In the <laughs> double R- she like <laughs> op- opens her mouth like a radio yeah.
1: and just. <laughs> to to, to Major Briggs. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, which is weird. So, again, connection weird connection there to the other side she's kind of a kind of a conduit between yeah 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 so it's not it's again the black lodge stuff with her is not unusual in my opinion the visions Mm -hmm. and
3: and that and the white horse don't forget the white horse
2: i did
0: (laughs) i definitely did
3: yeah Yeah, we just uh we pop right to another really quick scene uh it's at uh, calhoun memorial hospital and the hospital
0: shot's exact same one from season one or two with ronette in the hospital Mm -hmm. it's just a reused shot of the
3: interior of the hospital like down the hallway Mm -hmm. and uh, i mean a lot of this kind of calls back to ronette just the way miriam's laid out the the way the camera pans well like i said too there's
0: weird connections with miriam and ronette like almost like she's been saved because we i thought for sure she was dead oh yeah like and when she's found by those boys it's near the ronette bridge Mm -hmm. um
2: what happened to ronette (laughs)
0: <laughs> i mean she ended up recovering to our knowledge we never saw her recover or leave the hospital in the earlier seasons but she did pop back up in the finale just so that they could be mean and put some scorched engine oil in her <laughs> to make her smell and she freaked right. out she in lost the her chair, station. Yeah. that was our last appearance of her and then of course the actress plays american girl in part three <laughs> in the mobs oh right yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, some interesting, yeah, because you know, because an angel saves her in fire walk with me. Um, there is an angel placed outside of Miriam's trailer, like a little angel when Richard comes over. Mm-hmm. So, somebody's looking out for Miriam. Yeah, yeah. The
3: uh, yeah, because by all accounts, she probably should have died. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like, I mean, we 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 had a moment for her. we thought she was dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. We don't have a. Take back. <laughs> yeah, take mm-hmm. back. She's alive. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm alive, play the, <laughs> play the, what was his, uh, Dick Pack? No, Andrew Pack. Andrew Packard says that. He goes, oh, oh, okay. I'm alive to Thomas
3: Eckert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and um, so just quick shot after quick shot, we see Miriam in the hospital, and then we have Diane, mm-hmm. uh, who gets a text message. Says, Deputy uh, D- Diane? Deputy Diane gets a text that says, Las Vegas, question mark. Mm-hmm. And she responds, all caps. <laughs> yep. They haven't asked yet. They haven't
2: asked yet. She is definitely working with somebody against the FBI.
3: Yeah, she is what it seems like. She's being very moly here.
2: I also feel like it is Mr. C for some reason.
3: Sure. Yeah.
0: The only other possibilities off the top of my head would be maybe um, Duncan Todd, perhaps, because he's in Vegas and working with Mr. C. That we know of at this point.
2: Which one's Duncan Todd?
0: He's the the scary guy that uh, Sinclair is. He's the one we always see in an office building on his computer. He's the one that got like that dot on the computer, and like he's hiring people. Right. To, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, so he's making Tony go. Yeah. yeah,
2: he was in the Dharma Initiative.
0: So all I'm thinking <laughs> yeah. is maybe just like, but again, like if there is, because we've talked about there being a person relaying the message, because you know we saw. Uh, Mr. C text around the dinner table. The conversation is lively. That went to Diane, although a little bit different. That's what made us question, like, is there a third person involved? Could it be someone like him?
3: Or a game perhaps? of literal telephone. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, And it's just, I even think back to um, Lorraine, just like using her phone just to like send a message to that box. It's just like, what, you know, maybe it's going to that, that box, and like relaying messages out, even though we saw that box disappear. Or make, or yeah. what did it, it did it go into a gold ball? It, it <laughs> like, turned, into, it turned into a gold ball? ball, yeah. So, like, are there other boxes, <laughs> like, somewhere, perhaps? I don't know. They do a speech-to-text and so. <laughs> approximate. <laughs> so in my head, <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's either Mr. C or it's a third person working with Mr. C to relay information. Because mm. we know Duncan Todd's in Vegas, so, I mean, or not, Dun- yeah, Duncan Todd, um, so maybe it's him.
3: Could be. I, I don't know. He could be a middleman. Right. Mm. Uh, Frank Truman. Oh, yeah. A yeah. Benjamin Horne visit. Mm-hmm. Ben, and Ben. <laughs> I love that on his day. like that's. I love that
0: I brought that back. Yeah, that's <laughs> that a great, great prop. Just to... the, the
3: big wooden Ben sign right there on the desk. <laughs> it's it's pretty awesome. Please, my father was Benjamin. <laughs> uh, he he comes to tell him that uh, Richard Horn is the suspect in the hit and run with the child. That is the information Miriam gave the police. The kid has yeah. never been right because they did not intercept that letter. They did not. And Miriam survived. So he tells him that not only is he responsible for the hit and run, but he also attempted to kill Miriam, and she's in critical condition. I want to go ahead and bring this
0: up here, too. Yeah. Oh, right. Miriam who yeah a few minutes later he he says he tells um Beverly to he's like Miriam what's her name like what's her I best? forget her, her last, last name? name they they'll know who she is that plays in so well with the wrong last name on the envelope mm-hmm. with Chad I love that that's just yes. said because it's just like it makes you think oh yeah what is her last name is it Miriam Hodges or is it Miriam Sullivan mm-hmm. you know so I like that a lot
2: at first before Patrick told me that I thought it was an, like an improv yeah like he,
0: he forgot, yeah. Like, forgot his name. Miriam
2: uh I forgot her her last name, but they'll know who she is. But I love (laughs) that because
0: I was like, no, that makes you think, because we've seen her name as two different things, one in the credits and then one on this letter that Chad retrieved. Right. Um, So I think that's cool. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, still no mention of Richard's parents. Again, why are we not going to his parents? Why are we going to his grandparents?
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Maybe it's – did we already say it was Donna's?
0: <laughs> yeah, right. We, Donna's kid. We have we we've it's come up. I think yes. Okay. They um, yeah, said so he never had a father. Um, no, uh, no, John Justice Wheeler because he died in, a, in the Zane plane crash.
3: Yeah. So not only that, uh, they of course Ben is not at all surprised to hear that <laughs> Richard is the one who did these things. Right. It's like, my boy has never I, been right. Yeah, that, uh, I'm trying to remember if you said it <laughs> something. Already. I think I did. <laughs> he's never been right. <laughs> I said that kid, but yeah, yeah. But uh, after they've covered that, and uh, he kind of asks Ben to help with Miriam's medical expenses, he's like, Yeah, 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 of course, of course. But then he also has, or Frank also has, uh, Cooper's room key mm-hmm. that was brought or mailed to the sheriff's station. Yep, because Jade, being the upstanding citizen she is, dropped it into the nearest mailbox. Yeah, yeah. I love it too because Tyler was just like because
0: when it showed up he's just like was what, this going to do <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you were like it, it, it's just trip bringing back the memories mm-hmm. and it is but I, I loved this moment it was a very nice touch to get the key to to Harry I thought that was a very
3: mm-hmm. nice very nice thing oh, I, I, and I misspoke too I, I said Frank had the key but Benjamin has the key and he's giving it to Frank yeah. to yes. give to Harry yeah which the, he brings
0: up like yeah well, actually it's interesting this key shows up after all these years because we've been opening up an old case of his mm-hmm
2: also thought it was like, I don't know. It's weird that he would want to give it to Harry. Um, and Ben is like, I have this. Thought I'd give it to Harry, and he asks Frank, like, "Do you think he would like that?"
0: Yeah, and Frank's yeah. into it. He's like, "Yeah, Ben, like, yeah, I think you would." If somebody asked
2: will. me, that, I'd be like, "I don't know." Yeah, I don't know. We can try. Be, um, sure. <laughs> if I come back with it, he didn't like it. No, it's, yeah. it's definitive.
0: <laughs> I like, I think like yeah ben i think you would well it makes yeah. you wonder too like just because i start thinking of just obviously stuff we don't see you're getting information on but it's like harry yes harry and cooper close yes but that that time they spent together was a month mm-hmm. a month that yeah. is such a small amount of time and a month of bad stuff but a bad <laughs> month of bad stuff absolutely so yes of course like you're going to remember all of that mm-hmm. i mean your like new best friend just goes missing Um, so it makes me wonder how much Harry's like brought him up over the years. Like even to Mm -hmm. Frank, it just makes you wonder, you know, how, you know, how it's affected Harry.
2: Did he disappear from the bathroom?
0: Well, like after he's at the end of season two. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all we find out is that he goes to the hospital. The information we get from Doc Hayward is that he went to the hospital or, or he took him to the hospital or something. Yeah. And he goes and visits Audrey and then, Leaves he and disappears. Leaves and disappears. He okay. just takes off. We right. we assume he went to kill Mr. or Mr. Kill Major Briggs. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Briggs. <laughs> <laughs> um and and then yeah, and then where, where he goes from there is <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Yeah. Very much unknown. Into the unknown. Goes to develop Sparkle. <laughs> sparkle Industries. <Yes. laughs>
3: yeah, it's it's it, it's kind of odd the way he gives him the key. Very very odd, yeah. But but Frankson, it's almost like Frank thinks Harry needs this key because yeah, he thinks yeah, it might make him feel better. Like maybe he knows, like
0: those conversations we've never seen. Maybe he's always spoke fondly of Coop and yeah, well he also, might cheer him
3: up. He also makes it a point not to leave without it. Like they kind of in their conversation, and he's he's kind of looking at Ben, looking at the key. Give it. So yeah, <laughs> give me <laughs> it. And then Ben's a little hesitant, too, I think, because he he goes Well, yeah, well, Ben just (laughs) then just starts reminiscing about his bike. (laughs) (laughs) So I actually like this little anecdote because he talks about this bike that his father gave him. Yeah. Had fat tires. Yeah. And, like, he loved that bike, and he rode it all over the place. And I think it's because he's gotten this information about the things Richard is doing. Yeah. He's like, man, I just wish that kid had a chance. Yeah.
0: Well, there's a lot of father and son stuff in this. You know, there's always sort of running themes somewhat. I feel like in a lot yeah, of the parts. Yeah, we already went over Jerry. <laughs> He's the running theme. <laughs> yeah. But like with with uh, Sonny Jim and Dougie playing catch, mm-hmm. father-son moment. Yeah. Then you get the Warden Murphy and his his son finding mm. him, which is just rough. Yeah, that's real bad. And and then this. So I just feel like there's there's always those like little loose things that sort of are just I, they connect in my head when watching the episode, so just sort of a father-son thing. Yeah. But yeah, I like the anecdote, too. It's just funny. It's just like, what are, what are we talking about, man?
3: <laughs> <laughs> just reminiscing. Yeah, and he's, he's telling that story to Beverly. I love that bike.
0: I love that bike.
3: <laughs> and uh, so he, he has her arrange the payment, and we have the thing with Miriam's name, last yeah. name. What's her name? Uh next is pretty great. Uh, yep. Let's do it. <laughs> so we're back, we're back, back in the hotel, the hotel room. <laughs> yeah, back in the hotel room with the FBI. Uh, Gordon found uh, the
0: kind of girl that makes him wish he spoke a little French. Yeah. <laughs> I do believe. I do,
3: do believe. believe. I feel like this might be routine. Like he finds a French realtor mm-hmm. <laughs> to sure. spend an evening with. And uh, just... Regale with tales of his time in the FBI.
2: Does she speak English? I
3: don't know. I don't know if do, do we hear her speak any English. No, she doesn't think I, she says anything. Right?
2: She says stuff in French, oh, okay. but nothing in English. Yeah,
0: there's no subtitles for her either. Mm-hmm. No.
3: Yeah, Albert comes in and uh, he needs to talk to Gordon. <laughs> so they, yeah, uh, Gordon asks her to leave and to meet him down at the hotel bar later. And she call d- you at the bar.
0: Call you, I'll call you at the bar, he says, first. And then <laughs> and things start to unravel. She, she does leave. <laughs> but it takes a it while. It takes a while. It does.
1: Pops
2: her heels on. Well, Trey, po- chic. Trey, heel chic. Heel on. Trey chic. <laughs>
3: pops a heel on.
2: Trey chic.
3: Pops a Gives heel on. Gives a little look. Pops the next heel on.
2: Sticks her leg up.
3: Yep. <laughs> Trey <laughs> chic. Trey. Trey chic.
0: And um, eventually gets off the couch. Yep. Into the door again, standing in the doorway for another moment. Mm-hmm. And then again, call you at the bar. <laughs> so then I get, like, Call you at the bar. Let's dissect this for a minute. I'd okay. like to. Sure. Um, I'm well, even right after this, after she leaves, um, he goes into a uh, mother's friend of my mother's or whatever. What don't you know how he fricking words? It? It's not my mother's sister's girl. Cause I always, I always get reminded of my mother's sister's girl from firewalk with me. Yeah, same, Lil, like same. the firewalk with me. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, he said that to Sam and Chet. Um, so again, I'm thinking firewalk with me on the mm-hmm. brain. Yep. Um, but unlike firewalk with me, we don't get an explanation for if this is a Lil type Character sending a, a message, maybe sending it to Albert. Don't think he picks up on it. I mean, I don't know what the message is. I don't
3: mm-hmm. know if any of you guys tried to crack the code, but I did take to uh, take some notes. I, I did never not solve the crime. I never considered the possibility <laughs> yeah. that she was anything other than a real. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, she pushes pushes her uh, chest up at one point. You know, uh, mm-hmm. chest chest up, ch- ch- Chester, ch- chest husband, Ches- Ches- Chesh- or or just pushes her chest boobs. Up. Yep. Um, she just put her shoes on twice. I don't know. I didn't see that. She puts her leg up. Like you said, um, maybe they're supposed to have a leg up about something. Perhaps. I don't know. Did you write buns? (laughs) Didn't write buns. No, I didn't write buns anywhere. Um, she does get the lipstick out thinking about the lipstick with the let's rock. Mm -hmm. That takes, that takes a moment or two. Mm-hmm. Um, there is one quick shot of slow motion. I think when she comes back up from her purse, it's slow mo, like her getting up. It's like real quick, but it is slow mo because she moves slowly for a second. Yeah. Who gives a fuck how long a <laughs> <the> scene is? <laughs> Anything to drag it out. But he, but yeah, Cole says uh, twice, "I'll see you see you at the bar." We do see Diane at a bar twice in this episode. Mm-hmm. I think there might be maybe something there, but because the the two shots of Diane both times they are d- different. She's wearing different clothes, unless. She's got a night attire, right. <laughs> perhaps like like Lucy's lunch attire. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so
0: it's after four o'clock. What am I a farmer? Yeah. yeah, so yeah, I don't I don't have anything. I just think there might have been something there, but again, Albert never says anything like as if he may have cracked a, a code of some sort. He doesn't. Maybe there's nothing there, but I still got the little vibes. That's all.
2: I thought the whole mother sister girl anecdote thing yeah. i thought that was some kind of like joke because he says she didn't get it either
0: because so, yeah. albert just well, yeah. it's at different her. this time yeah it's um he doesn't say mother sister's girl was fire walk with me right. this one's slightly different it's
2: but the whole idea of it like the reason i think it wouldn't be but just still the just the fact of mentioning or,
0: that's even why i thought of it though it's just the fact that he still said something similar Right. Made me think of that.
3: It is. I I did make that connection. Yeah. I, I did not until just now consider the fact that she might be there for more than just company. Right. Like maybe it was a Lil type that was sent to do physically coded messages. Yeah. And she's got darker red hair, right? Yeah. Darker red. Lil was just bright red. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> a little more subtle. Yeah. <laughs> Sour face. <laughs> it, I don't know. It's, That's that's something they think about. I I'd never considered that. I just thought Gordon was having a little fun, of course, and then sent her away. Yeah, and it very well could be that. (laughs) It very (laughs) well could be be that. that. It could be that. But I I'd never even considered any other possibility until just now when you brought that up. So that's neat. I don't remember what the anecdote is that he gives Albert after she leaves. He I can pull uh, it up quick if we really. want. I think it said something like her mother's sister had gone missing.
2: She's here visiting a friend of her mother whose daughter has gone missing. The mother owns a turnip farm.
0: I told her to tell the mother that her daughter will turn up eventually.
3: She didn't get it either. That's the joke.
0: Yeah, so that there's a missing... Someone's missing. The daughter is missing. And mm-hmm. that she'll turn up eventually. Yep.
2: Is Billy a woman?
0: Who's <laughs> mm-hmm. Billy? He, he's making the connection to Billy being missing. <laughs> oh, okay. <Gotcha.
3: laughs>
0: I mean, yeah, Billy. Like B-I-L-L-I-E. Sure.
3: Well, I don't think so, because Audrey specifically says him, referring to Billy. That's true. Maybe
2: they identify as a man,
0: and, and that they're boinking. Maybe there are two Billies. Whoa. <laughs>
2: Could be. Aren't there two? Hasn't there been another Billy? Billy Zane? <laughs> no. <laughs> An actual character?
3: I don't know. What's I recall? You look? I don't know.
0: Oddly enough, Billy was one of the patrol officers who found Mr. C's wrecked car. <laughs> <laughs> so there are two. It's there a double. We go. <laughs> it's okay.
2: a double. There we go. Found one on my own.
3: Uh, wow. It's about the little wins. That's right.
2: I am so good at this show.
3: <laughs> I like that, Tyler. <laughs> but, uh, what What Albert's really here to talk about is the fact that they are keeping tabs on Diane's phone mm-hmm. and that she has gotten a text that said Las Vegas. And she responded, they haven't asked yet.
1: Mm-hmm. What do so, we not
2: know about Las Vegas? She <laughs> might be in... In kibbutz. In kibbutz
0: with... Uh, What's his face? David Copperhead, the Magician?
2: No, the Shady Fuck. Boop? works. Duncan Todd. Duncan Todd. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was getting there. (laughs) So I had to get through all the boop names first. I don't know.
0: I don't
3: know either.
0: She definitely went rogue. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, She's off the reservation on this one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And uh, next, we see, uh, speaking of Mr. C, we see his plan playing out. We've got uh, Hutch and Chantal. Cheeto, Cheeto Chantel. Cheeto Chantel. Chanto. Chanto, Chantos. <laughs> and they're outside of the home of Warden Murphy. And he's strolling up his walkway. I, I think before that they were discussing where to eat. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Because then as soon as they kill him, they're going to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Vito. <But> Veto. <laughs> <laughs> Veto. <laughs> yeah, Warden Murphy's walking into the house, and Hutch takes a shot. And hits him in the back. This sends him down. He starts to get back up. Then he I think it was very calculated. The job. I think he shot him in the back to get
2: him in a to still get him down. position. Yeah.
3: That could be. I, I don't think that's. Because if you aim him for the head. Could miss. You could miss. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't consider the fact that maybe Hutch misses. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's like, let me, let me hit the broad spot first. Yeah. And then we'll clean up. I hadn't really considered that. I, <laughs> I thought he might have been a pro. But yeah. He also just could be some yokel with a sniper rifle. True. Yeah. Puts him down and then puts him down. Yes. And, and then immediately after his son comes out, Sonny Tim runs out the door. Sonny Tim. Just <laughs> childhood. ruined. Ruins. Yeah. Sonny
0: Tim Murphy. Yeah. This yeah. that. Ugh.
3: But then ineffectual Hutch and Chantal said, like, all right, lunchtime. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Time to go eat some more Cheetos.
3: And they take go off. To Wendy's. So that's that. Uh, more Dr. Ant. Yeah, it's it's uh it's pretty, it's pretty m- much the same.
0: Pretty much the same as the one from part five. Um, some parts are played out of order. The dialogue's slightly different. Um, mm-hmm. Nadine shots are similar, but she's wearing the same clothes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, different different takes. And she speaks in this one, I think. Doesn't she say she says something, or did she say something in did- five?
3: I, I think it. I think it is. One them she, she says "Kind something. of like <coughs> some supportive." She's like, "You're so right." Yeah, something. yeah. No one understands but us. Yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah, it's just reminding you of just repetition. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen this before. Yeah. Keeps coming back. Yeah. Um, the ninth level of hell will welcome you. That's all I remember is the last thing he says <laughs> right before we cut <laughs> two.
2: Audrey Horn, <laughs> Audrey. the love horn of, of my life,
3: <laughs> triumphant return of yeah. Audrey Horn. Yeah, uh, yeah, full Audrey form here, just ranting and raving. Hey
2: there! Shout out to Tyler.
3: Special shout out to Tyler from Cheryl and Finn. There, <laughs> uh, yeah, she is just real mad and trying to get this guy to move, to take action, who we discover is actually her husband, Charlie.
2: I hate this guy so much. <laughs>
3: and he is so unresponsive and so sleepy. <laughs> I'm sleepy. I have deadlines.
2: Yeah. Like, well, what, what's it going to what, be? What do you have a deadline for that you're working on mm-hmm. with this paperwork? Like, I feel like those things
3: don't. And and he says it it so matter-of-factly, like, you should know. Audrey, I have a deadline. Besides, I'm sleepy. I'm so sleepy. (laughs) But she's trying to get in to get up so they can go to the roadhouse to find a Billy who she is boinking. Yeah. And like, Charlie, we got to find Billy because I hate you. And I'm going to love him. Yeah. So yeah. Something I caught
0: in this most recent rewatch, just the way he says it, the way Charlie says it. He says, I want to find Billy, same as you. Billy, same. Billy Zane. Uh huh. Ha. Could be something to it. <laughs> Could be. I want to find Billy, same as you.
3: <laughs> I want to say it's a stretch, but it is. Well, it, yeah, I mean, but maybe not. It, it, it might be a reach, but it there, but I, there could be a little something. But to I that. like it a lot. <laughs> I, I like it so much that I'm going to say it could be something. Mm, yeah, could be. I'll find Billy's name as you. Billy's been missing for two days. <laughs> she's had two
2: days. Days. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's had two days.
3: Uh, Audrey says that she had a dream about Billy and that he was bleeding from the nose and the mouth. How does she end up with this man? Contract.
2: Who is, like, just playing psychological games with her and crushing her.
3: Yeah, it seems like he's trying to get her to crack. Yeah. Like, just... He changes his story to adapt to what's going to push her over the edge the most, it seems mm-hmm. like. It's like, are you sleepy? Is it because of paperwork? Is there a deadline? And he just, he keeps pushing and pushing until she finally goes full Audrey, just calls him a spineless coward. Mm-hmm. Says that he needs to get up and go because he's never done anything in his life, basically. And I think finally they come to the conclusion that they need to call the last person that has seen Billy. Was this? Is Tina.
2: Before or after they talk about the, the papers that he needs to sign. She wants him
3: to sign. I I, I think that's after that. Okay. Because, yeah, he talks about how she's talking about breaking their contract. Yeah.
2: I, don't, I sh- The way she said it was strange. Because she said it two ways. I am going to do it. I am doing it. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That does happen, yeah. And then she talks about him signing papers, and then he needs to run them by his lawyer.
3: Mm-hmm. I assume it's
2: divorce papers.
3: Mm-hmm. But again, this is just another delay <laughs> yeah. to keep Audrey from getting what she wants, which is not the Audrey Horn way. No, she gets what she wants.
2: She gets what she wants. I, I think. That's, I mean, sadly, she hasn't right in the past twenty
3: years. I think that's where all this like volatility is coming from. It's like. She does not have what she wants at all. Daddy cut me off. Yeah. There are roadblocks, and she does not like this. Mm
0: -hmm. One moment I really liked was when um, she was talking about a crystal ball, and he's like, You know, I don't have a crystal ball. There's one on his desk, there's a little one on the front. (laughs) It's just sitting there.
3: (laughs) Fantastic. Oh, she just says, I don't have a crystal ball, Audrey. just points <laughs> yeah. just slides. slides it away. <laughs> I just thought that was great. It gently slides it behind a little stack of books. Uh, they, they just agree that they need to call Tina who is the last person to see Billy and that afterwards they will go to the roadhouse.
0: And, yeah. Charlie makes that call and
3: yeah, <laughs> we oh. don't
0: hear the other end of it.
2: Oh no, yeah. he does. Oh no. I don't know if anyone was on the other end. For this could have been fake filming, it. Right. could have been fake. I mean, well, just oh, like yeah, for, for, for shooting, yeah, absolutely. But it was very well delivered. Mm-hmm. I will say that. Yeah, it was very believable. But in the show, I'm thinking there probably wasn't anybody on the other end. Mm-hmm. It was a fake call.
3: <laughs> yeah, rotary phone too. Like he does, yeah. he does like five numbers and then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. She... You're not going to tell me what she said. She just screamed, You're not going to tell me what she, she said? said. Then it cuts back to him before it cuts away. And I really wanted to just cut back to her just going, Ah! <laughs> just <like screaming. laughs>
3: something yeah well she kind of just lost her mind right
0: no look this was this this whole thing the first time i saw it was just a major wtf we've been waiting for audrey horn so long and this is what we get because i was expecting hey like maybe we'll maybe we'll hear hear her talk about her family like you know her dad ben or sylvia or or johnny or maybe maybe even get an answer on her nephew on richard maybe you know maybe not Mm. but i was just like but no instead we get tina billy Charlie. Like we get all these names that I've never heard. Well, Billy, we've heard, but like mm-hmm. barely. So it was just all of these massive name dump. Yep. It was so frustrating. And the scene is 10 minutes. Yeah. It's 10 minutes of this <laughs> show. Is this conversation in this setting that's totally out of place, out of time. Mm-hmm. Feels 40s to me. In fact, I think I don't remember. Like I remember when I saw it, I was just like, because you know, I'm already starting trying to think of like, well, is it out of time? Like first time seeing it, you know, 40s. Just like, well, we've seen. It's not like, granted, it's not black and white. Right. And things in the past, I just think of like you know 40s and the we've seen the bomb in the 40s mm-hmm. in the show, mm-hmm. and a bomb is what caused her to get in a coma. Yes. Not quite as big of a bomb, but a bomb, a Some bomb. Other bomb, two it's bombs, still a bomb. yeah, it's two bombs. So I just wondered if, you know I, don't know, I don't know if there's anything to be there, but it's just like there's nothing in this setting that's present. So where the hell is she? Mm-hmm. And, again, the rotary phone, just a bunch of books, nothing about it seems or screams 2016, 2017 Twin Peaks.
3: It, it doesn't. Anything we've seen in the show. It doesn't say doesn't, Twin Peaks at all. There's no, absolutely no reference. Nothing about it, yeah. To anything other than the fact that it's Audrey Horn. There's nothing familiar in this scene.
2: There's a uh, wood wood walls in there.
3: There's wood. Wood. There's wood, yeah. There's wood.
0: She's in a Josie situation. Yeah. Yeah. In the roadhouse.
2: Is this what's happening in the wood? <laughs>
0: yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, for sure. Spirits Is this the in wood the woods. Zone? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, why not? Um, I don't know. But I, I do like the the weird sort of with Billy and Billy Zane, that's fun to poke at, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, I want to find Billy. It's like, yeah, she wants to find John justice wheeler. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Not that she ever called him that of course, but it's
0: just a fun, like, I I think it's interesting.
3: It is. And apparently the, the news that he got about Billy during that phone conversation was not very good, but he outright refuses to tell her what the conversation was about.
2: I mean, I guess he's not really putting up any kind of fight. He's just sitting there. He's just, I thought he died (laughs) for a second. (laughs) I
3: really did. <laughs> just hangs up and then just passes. You're just in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: pretty good, though. <laughs> pretty
3: good. As impressions go, that's pretty good. Yeah.
0: yeah. You can only see this on our video podcast. Sign up for the exclusive video podcast at patreon.com slash talking backwards. Also, Audrey. What happened? <laughs> Who, who hurt you?
2: Who hurt you? What, what went wrong? I need to know. Like, I'm so concerned. Will you please call me? We need to go over some stuff. And then,
3: like, I'll take you out for dinner. We'll fall in love and all that stuff. So, after that fiasco. <laughs> yeah, because this is, yeah.
0: Just What can you say? <laughs>
3: There are no words. All you can do is move on. (laughs) (laughs) So Diane, who we were already suspicious of, uh, pulls out her phone and starts punching in the coordinates that she memorized earlier that were found on Ruth Davenport's arm. Yeah. and Talk about a memory. Yeah. Pretty impressive, actually. Yeah. I could not do that. So she punches those in, and then, surprise, surprise, it's Twin Peaks.
2: (laughs) On this super high-tech... I don't know. Black Lodge Tech. Black Lodge Tech. BLT. BLT. (laughs) Just. Yeah. It says Twin Peaks, and she has to go in just a little bit further to make sure. Yeah. Twin Peaks.
0: Oh
3: Oh my God. Oh my
1: God. (laughs) Oh my
3: God. And then, uh, I guess assuming we've gotten as much as we're going to get out of this episode, we go to the Roadhouse. And we have a performance from the Chromatics. Mm -hmm. This is the song Sunday.
2: Saturday. Saturday. Saturday.
3: Saturday. (laughs) Sunday is next week. (laughs) Right. And uh, it's another one of these booth scenes where, I mean, talk about name dumps.
0: Yeah, it's people you've never seen before.
3: It's always people you've never seen before. They always bring up somebody else that isn't there. Yeah.
2: This is when... um, we got that shout-out on F Sobriety po- Podcast, um, talking about how I didn't understand that this was a soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've never thought of that, or as, right. of the show as a soap opera. opera, but these scenes in the roadhouse with the booth commentaries, like, is very, like
0: soap opera yeah. mm-hmm. like here's all the drama of the week <laughs> yeah. here's here's your life in twin peaks update yeah. <laughs> What's yeah going on around the town so this is your invitation to love like side, yeah yeah side yeah, soap. yeah 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 so i mean this is nowhere
2: near as things good. that no yeah but it, yeah, I this mean, is a different show yeah <laughs>
0: yeah but dude i mean never even thought about it like that it makes you wonder if like the conversations mirror anything like invitation to love did mirrored things that happened in the show that we right. were seeing. yeah that's interesting
3: I've I've tried to connect anything <laughs> with these conversations, and it's I'd never have anything. Yeah, like nothing from the episode, nothing from the episode previous, nothing from the episode next. They these ladies talk about uh, their friend Angela, and uh, oh, they were I, apparently he's seeing she's seeing Clark now,
2: and they were making out uh, over in the corner, yeah,
3: in their own world, mm-hmm. dreamland. But uh, hadn't Clark been going around with Mary? We I don't know. Get out of here with this. Yeah. What is this? I don't I don't know what it is. And then every server's favorite thing, they get a joiner at the table. <sighs> get out of here! I guess they had planned for him to be there anyway, but he he didn't have a plate setting.
2: <laughs> there was not a napkin with a fork on it.
3: <laughs> but he pops in in a in a frenzy. Yeah. It's like Whoa, man. I can't believe it. (laughs) He almost got run off the road. And this actually happened to me not that long ago. So I I work overnight. So I'm driving home pretty late. It was like four in the morning. And I'm on the highway. And I see headlights. And by the time I realized they aren't on the other side of the median, I realized they're in my lane. Nice. had to swerve. So, this happens. I'm
2: sure they honked at you because it was your fault. <laughs>
3: no, I, I blared my horn at them, pulled over and called the cops. Nice. And I actually had a really frustrating conversation with the dispatcher. She was like, So, did you see what the driver looked like? It's like, No, I, I just saw headlights and then taillights. I can describe those to you. Like, I'm pretty sure it was a muscle car. <laughs> right. Like, but these are the details I can give you. Yeah. Like, okay. So, did you get a look at the driver? I like, no. I would have hung up. I, I saw headlights and I saw taillights. I'm also pretty shaken up right now. <laughs> It's like, I understand. Um, and where did you say they were? It's like, again, this mile marker on this bridge. They were going southbound. I'm heading northbound. And almost like, I promise it's the one car going the wrong way. <laughs> maybe, well, maybe they're driving backwards.
1: Driving in this, in this, backwards. Not, not in your
0: situation, but in the show. Like right. the guy was driving back. It's not like we've seen backwards things happen. People start walking backwards. Mm-hmm. I've never seen They could be happens. driving backwards. And, and the guy, too, his name is Trick. So I'm already thinking, like, just the few times we've heard that word, Drame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm thinking of just when we've heard
3: that word a few times in this in this series. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So Trick Domain is pretty upset that he almost got driven off the road. <laughs> while uh, while we get played out, yeah, and that's that's it. That's it. So we it. leave it. Real roller coaster. Yeah, it's a weird one. Roller coaster of an episode.
0: For me, I love all the firewalk with me callbacks. I feel like the most are just in this episode. Yeah. Um, which is very cool. I love the Sarah Palmer scenes. Um This was always my least favorite part. And the Audrey thing always bummed me up. It is a um for the longest time and like just those you know, it's just man, like what this is what we've been waiting on. And yeah. This is what we get.
2: And it just like you you wanted this take your medicine you little fucker
0: (laughs) so yeah that was that was a huge bummer um again though in my rewatches i don't it's just i find these little things and i tend to like enjoy it more like finding just that sound effect in the, Mm the electricity thing i was like damn it that's awesome yeah so there's things, it's like rewatching it, things I really love. I actually really love the opening scene because I remember thinking, I already knew before the episode aired that it was called Let's Rock. So I was super excited about it. I was like, oh, what are we going to get here? That's like yeah. that's a good callback. Like, what's this going to be? And that opening scene when Diane says it, I was, I was on board. I was like, man, we're on for a ride. But then it's just like, we get a repeat Dr. Amp scene. Like when that was going on, I was just like, are you kidding me? But honestly, it's perfectly placed before the Audrey thing, I think. Because you, you can get frustrated because you're like, I've, I've seen this before. I've already seen this. Why are right. you showing this to me again? And then Audrey.
3: Holy shit. It's Audrey. 10 minutes later. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Who's Billy? Who's Chuck? Who's Tina? What's
0: okay. happening? <laughs> Still not my favorite episode, but it's funny. It's just like, I don't know. I it, There's some good parts in it.
3: It was a bummer to see Audrey in this situation. I, I love getting her back, but it's, a very bittersweet taste to get the thing that you wanted. And it's in absolutely no way in the context that you want it. Yeah. At all. Like, yeah, I I wanted a piece of a Hershey bar, but I didn't want to be on fire while it was happening. It's like, no,
0: I don't want, I don't need it. It would melt. I don't need Audrey Cooper on screen. Like right away. I don't need, I don't, I don't need that, but it's just like after everything we've been shown so far with like her and her family and stuff or with her family, I, I was totally expecting like, Oh, when Audrey shows up. Did you um, say like, Audrey Cooper? Yeah. I said Audrey Cooper. Like, Did, people we, didn't, loved, we didn't
3: need an Audrey Cooper scene immediately. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I see. Audrey yeah. slash I Cooper. Guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cause I was
0: just like, cause that's what people liked in the original series was that dynamic, man. Surely she's
3: like doing well. <laughs> it's Audrey horn. We don't get that. Sorry to interrupt yeah. you, Dave. Very oh simple. no, not at all. That's, I mean, uh, I, I like all the callbacks to the movie too. Uh, Again, I think it was very cool that they built this season off of so much from that, which was even chronologically before season one. Like it's just, it, it's cool to see them flesh out a world, even even if it is confusing and even if there's so much that doesn't make sense. To see that get expounded on and see kind of the greater universe grow is cool. I do need more answers. Yeah. <laughs> I like that that's always the big thing for me is like, I, I don't like having all of these breadcrumbs that lead into a wall. Like it's, I, I, it's just, I, I don't like getting my exposition interrupted like this. Sure. Like if you're going to give me Audrey and you're going to drop all these names and give me this situation, give me some context. Where are we? What is this? What is the contract? Like, don't tell me there's a contract. Then not tell me what it's about. How did it start? It's, uh, it's, I mean, it's brilliant because I'm hooked, but it's also so frustrating because I want so much more. But that's what the series is. It's not going to give you what you want.
2: I don't really know <laughs> what to say. Yeah. But I've been wanting Audrey since season two ended. Right. So for 25 years. <laughs> yeah, didn't even have her in the movie.
0: Yeah, I've been Wait. waiting
2: yeah. for this and you just get a lynch middle finger again
3: yeah here's your Audrey sorry about it it
2: totally distracts from anything else that happens in the episode
0: yeah it sticks out like a sore thumb mm-hmm.
2: it's very very upsetting and I can only say that it will probably have some kind of effect on my forehead rating
0: and, we, well, I, and that, that that's a mystery for me because I know how much you love Audrey so it's it five is <laughs> <laughs> it <it's> one <laughs> so we can talk about this Sherilyn Finn um supposedly had some issues when she first got her script with the return she didn't like what she was given.
2: if it was this I understand it was not this
0: <laughs> this is what she agreed to what <laughs> yeah Um, I have a quote from her, um, it says, it's a weird quote, but so being back in there, there was a road to get there that we had to walk on because it was happening and then it wasn't happening and then it was happening again. You know Mm -hmm. how the return was on and off there for a bit. Right. I had some frustrations dealing with the whole show with David. I just had feelings about it. We finally came to terms with what we were doing and wrote this beautiful stuff for Audrey to do that was upsetting and sad and haunting. It was David again. Um, you go over to David's pool and you dive in. That was her quote. Hmm. So this is the character arc she liked. The, yeah. So let me finish this though. Then the interviewer asked a question. And they said, what did you feel when you read it? So the first time I read about Audrey, I started to cry and like the first version of the script. I opposed it. I walked away and eventually David changed it. And I had read rumors. I, don't, I couldn't find an exact quote, but I'd read rumors almost that she was in the role of what her mom was in part 10 with johnny mm. and and um yeah and richard coming over
3: i don't know if that's i definitely would have hated that a lot more i mean i, I hated it yeah. right i hated it anyway yeah i hated yeah. it a lot would have hated
0: it if it was like but i couldn't find a confirmation but, if that was
3: true i was like yeah. I, I was like i mean it, it's like <coughs> just that infinitesimal sliver of level i was like yeah. i would have hated it more had it been audrey i, I didn't want that to happen to anybody I mean, you don't do it to anybody, but please yeah. don't do it to Audrey. Right, right. Like I get that. Yeah. yeah.
0: So yeah, so this wasn't initially the the original story of Audrey and the Return. Interesting. Yeah. Then it was changed. Mm-hmm. So, gotcha. Wanted to bring that up. Thank you. But now I got some questions for you, fellas, in the a segment we call Unsolved Mysteries. Unsolved. Unsolved. Mysteries.
3: In Unsolved Mysteries, Patrick poses some questions and Tyler and I give definitive, scientific, unquestionable answers. Yes. What did Tina say to Charlie on the phone? He's dead. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. Blood to death through the nose and mouth. Perfect. Just terrible stuff, Charlie. It is. Are we still on for brunch at Shenanigans? Shenanigan Steakhouse? <laughs> <laughs> Great. Who is Billy? Well, who was Billy? Because he's dead. He's dead. Died in a plane crash. Billy Sane.
2: Billy <laughs> Sane. You're not crazy.
0: Why did Mr. C want Warden Murphy killed?
3: Yeah, that was unnecessary. It, it seemed like too much. I feel like having the whatever leverage he had to get himself out, I feel like was enough to... Keep him under his thumb, and it seems like having something on a warden is advantageous to somebody who's trying to stay above the law. Yes. Why? Why bother? Why?
1: Why bother?
3: And and two shots, or no less, to end his life. Yeah. Two times. Two times, Jones over here. So I guess my answer is spite.
0: Oh, you know what it could have been? It just came to me. Mergic? Yeah, he goes and has has them kill Warden Murphy after Ray shoots him. Maybe that's why he didn't put bullets in his gun. He's pissed at him <laughs> for that incident. Interesting. That just came to me. I don't want to answer my own questions. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Does so, that kind yeah. of make sense? Well, Warden yet.
2: Murphy didn't put guns in Mr. C's
3: or didn't, didn't put bullets, bullets in Mr. C's gun. gun.
0: So after the fact in part nine when he ah, goes to Hutch and Chantel.
3: Perfect. Yes. That's it. That's they it. Are. Well why'd you ask us? We're in mysteries. Well now that we got those figured out and solved, we can take a little detour into the Reddit room. Reddit room. <laughs> So in the red room, we go to Reddit from the original reactions to the series as it aired and find some discussion topics. I actually found one I really, really like. Oh. Uh, this was from Hef228. So obviously, a member of the Hugh Hefter family. <laughs> yes. The 228th member. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hefts one through 227 were taken. Yes. But this guy got the spot. Uh It's a very cool post. It says, tonight's theme, fathers. We have Cooper as the father who is there, but not really there, failing to catch the baseball. We have Ben's mention of Richard not having a father, pointing to a possible reason he is the way he is. We have Ben reminiscing about his own father, about the bike he got him. And finally, the warden, assassinated outside his own home, discovered by his son. Goes on to list. The father who isn't all there. The father who was never there. The father who was there. The father who is no longer there. Wow, Geez. that's pretty good. Yeah, pretty, pretty good. F two two eight. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, the, the discussions following that are all pretty cool. But
0: I mean, I definitely made the father son connections, but not
3: in that great of a detail. Mm-hmm. So I, I love that. Yeah, like I, I really liked the idea of the states yeah. of yeah. the father figure, like just in, in forms of presence, and and presence and past, <laughs> like right, like had been there, aren't there anymore. Are currently there it's yeah again like with time playing with instances of time <laughs> yeah it's very cool really neat. it just keeps giving you stuff <laughs> and you don't see it <laughs> and then you do see it and you say why didn't i see it yep and the, the my states again, of understanding are like the states of these fathers <laughs> again just like man
0: the rewatches and catching stuff today it's just like i find something every time i see this mm-hmm. uh, and it's awesome yeah but that's really cool yeah, that's a, that's just put in the best way. Yes, I'm, I'm glad we were talking
3: about fathers and then yeah. came across that. Yeah, so. very cool. That's that's great. That's great. Thank you, Hef. Yeah, it's one of the again details like the that level of detail of just like obviously the theme is fathers because you, you catch on to that, but to that level hadn't hit me. Very cool. Trey Chic. It is Trey Chic. It, it is also a little cold in here. Can we call it a day on the red room? Yeah,
2: give me the heck out
3: of here. Bye. It's time to rate. Let's rate it on a scale of one to five. James Hurley foreheads on a segment we call Talking, Talking foreheads.
1: foreheads. I can't. I
3: just, just can't. James. James. Guttural. Dave. Yes. Uh, man. It's it's good, but I I do not feel fulfilled. This is gonna be a three forehead episode for the kid. It's what everybody Just calls me. Three. Tyler, foreheads.
2: Foreheads. I am doing my forehead rating.
0: Audrey Horn was in this episode. Audrey
2: Horn was in this episode in a state I never hoped to see her in. South Dakota. (laughs) Is she in (laughs) Buckleman? There's a lot of cool stuff. The Sarah Palmer stuff is cool and interesting. Hawk. Hawk. <laughs> the Blue Rose stuff, I guess. Lord Darn's in this episode. Yes. And and Sherilyn Finn. And Sherilyn Finn. But again, oh, wow. I think it would be, I think it would have been probably maybe four and a half star or forehead, four and a half forehead rating. But mm. even with Audrey being in it, like it's, I'm I'm sad for her. It's a bummer. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take it down to take it down to four
0: to four. That's what he said.
3: <laughs> take it down to four. Okay.
1: Just four.
3: All right, Pat.
0: So pretty sure my least favorite episode. I've said that. Yeah. So it's, it's gonna have my lowest score. Okay. Of this four and a half, <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I have to. I don't even know what I've given. What my lowest score has been so far. Um, I came in here ready to give it a three. Ooh. I did. I came in here ready to give it a three. But then he found. Then some I new found stuff. some things. I found Billy Sane. I Found Billy Sane. I found some noises. <laughs> <I> found some <laughs> some <electricity. electricity>. am <laughs> Still trying to to dissect the French woman. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna break the code. So it's cool. Hey. Ooh, yeah. I'm going to break that code and I'm going to solve that crime, but not today. And because I haven't solved it yet, it's not going to be a five. It's not going to be a four and a half. It's not even going to be a four. Whoa. It's going to be a three and a half because Tyler thinks I will never let him have a higher score than me. He said it on episode once. And that's not true because it's three and a half. So this is a spite score.
3: Wow. Maybe. (laughs) uh, That's Talking Foreheads, babe.
1: Talking Foreheads.
3: Well, we had some fun today. We did. This was a blasty blast. This was a, a blickety blasty <laughs> blast. Yeah. I'd like to do it again with you fellas. I imagine we will. I imagine we'll do it about five more times. Yes.
0: Just want S- Six more times. Just want to
3: say real quick, just
0: feel, feel it in my heart, thanking our Patreon supporters. It means a lot. Absolutely. helps us do this show. Um, if you like our show and you listen on Apple Podcasts, Give us that five-star review. It'll help other Twin Peaks fans find our show. Uh, we would love it. Might even post your review on our social media, give you a high
3: five virtually. I didn't realize until recently just how you. majorly rates and reviews play into when and why shows pop up. Yeah, It would be a big, big help. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you go to your thing, leave a review, rate it high if you like it, and rate it high or don't rate it at all <laughs> <laughs> only five <laughs> no rate it no, what you think yeah, yeah. rate rate honestly rate because honestly. we we do read these and we would like to know what we can do better how we can you know we have taken feedback we no longer chew on our podcast <laughs> yes, yes. Was, we banned it that was a big one yep. banned chewing on the podcast yep. uh, after episode three we banned it. <laughs> it, it it honestly it's a big big help to, to get that feedback, to, to hear what you guys like, what you don't like, and uh, to keep the name out there and get other people to see what you like. And maybe they will like it too. Indeed. And, and then the cycle will go on and on. Yep. But if you are listening, thank you. Yep. If you are rating and reviewing, thank you. If, if you are watching, a, thank you. Well, if you are watching, you are a Patreon supporter. And if you are a Patreon supporter, thank you. And if there's anything
0: we missed, you can reach out to us at TalkingBackwardsPod at gmail.com or on Instagram at TalkingBackwardsPod. Dave?
3: Twitter? Talking Backward. Tyler? Anchor.
0: Anchor.
3: (laughs) (laughs) .fm slash TalkingBackwards. That's home base. Also, support us on Patreon.com slash TalkingBackwards if you feel so inclined to do so. We will see you next time. Ding. Ding. Ding.
2: Ding.
1: Ding ding ding. <laughs> ding, 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 Oh yeah! Talk backwards.
3: <laughs> I'm sorry. I was trying really hard to find the. Here's a story. The the beat. About deputy dying. About deputy dying. About deputy dying. It's hard to say cause you're already saying diddy too. Is yeah. it diddy? Little About deputy dying. Deputy dying. Deputy dying. It doesn't work.
0: A little diddy.
1: <laughs>